When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Missing Chapter Podcast, where you will hear some of the least known, obscure, and entertaining stories the history textbooks left out, starring Phil Horander and Phil Schoff. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Missing Chapter listeners, welcome to a part two episode of This Side Up. On the original This Side Up episode, we talked about how the U.S. postal system was used to carry an unexpected yet vitally important package some 250 miles away. What was in that package? Well, we're not going to ruin it for our listeners who haven't clicked on episode two of season three, but let's just say the parallels between the two stories are astonishing. So let's get to it. The start of the story goes back to the early 20th century. Prior to 1913, Americans could only send packages through the mail that weighed four pounds or less. Everything from food, medicines, gifts, anything really could be sent. And of course, with a slight fee, these deliveries could be sent anywhere nationally right to their doorsteps. And we, for the most part, take for granted how intricate the delivery system is. And we've gotten so good at it that we now expect packages delivered to our doors two days from ordering and sometimes even sooner than that. It's a pretty amazing system, not only for our modern era, before its time period, especially in the 20th century. People not only appreciated the workings of it all, but in this case, they certainly utilized it to its full advantages. Now, after 1913, the Parcel Post Service allowed packages weighing up to 11 pounds. This is important for many reasons, but for this episode, it's vital because the emphasis is not how much this specific package weighed, but what was in the package itself. So let's play a little game of hypotheticals. In 1913, let's say, with the new parcel post service beginning, what do you think would be cheaper? The price of the stamps for a package or a train ticket? You're probably thinking, yeah, kind of an odd question. Why would I, number one, even need to know that information? Number two, ask that question at all. Well, that's because an Ohio couple not only asked that very question themselves, but conjured up quite the idea. Jesse and Mathilda Beagle, had an eight-month-old son, James. You see where I'm going yet? All right, if not, hang tight. He weighed less than 11 pounds. All right, now I'm sure you're picking up what I'm putting down, pun intended. Yeah, let's see. uh, The grandmother of the boy was about a mile down the road. Let's face it. That time period was filled with decisions based around the question of how much rather than how safe. So what is a more affordable way to send your child off to babysit than, you you guessed it, Mail the child. 15 cents worth of stamps was much cheaper than a train ticket. 
even with the 50 bucks they used to insure the package. So sure enough, the mailman by the name of Vernon Little, not limited by what is unlawful in terms of contents of deliveries, accepted the package and brought the boy safely to his grandmother a mile away. The boy, James Beagle, now has his name forever in history's lights as the first baby delivered through the mail. And spoiler alert, if we refer back to season three, episode two, we know adults were mailed as well, but that's a different story in a different era and with no other options at all for freedom. This delivery was in fact by choice. And I wish I could say that this was the only child to ever be delivered by the mail this way, but Jesse and Mathilda weren't the only ones that could do the financial math necessary to realize the bargain in using the postal service as mass transit. In 1914, the limitations to weight changed. Parcels, now after 1914, can weigh up to 50 pounds. Yep, here we go. You know what I'm about to say. On March 13th, 1914, the parents of four-year-old Charlotte May Pierstorff decided to mail their daughter to her grandparents' house in Idaho. This wasn't a simple trek down the road either. She traveled 73 miles in a train's mail car from Grangeville, Idaho to Lewiston. Her parents, though, attached 53 cents in stamps to her coat, so it was considered legal postage. And you're probably thinking what I was thinking when I first read this. There's no way they were the only ones to do this, right? Well, that same year in 1914, a two-year-old boy was mailed over 200 miles by his grandmother in Stratford, Oklahoma, to his aunt in Wellington, Kansas. And this poor boy wore 18 cents worth of postage around his neck. It was only inevitable that mail carriers would start refusing to carry children, because as time went on, more and more parents chose this route of transportation. Others, though, truly believed in the rain, sleet, or snow attitude, and one incredibly patient postal worker delivered a 30-pound three-year-old 30 miles, saying, I must deliver. Some children were in mail sacks between carriers' knees. Some were found frantically eating candy and apples in carriers' bags. And one of the children even had a shipping tag sewn onto her dress. Who would have thought that there would be a new law needed for this? But toward the end of 1914, the Postmaster General outlawed humans being sent through the mail. Baby mail, they called it. And was starting to be enforced in 1915. Apparently, though... People continue to mail their kids anyway, because in June of 1920, the Postmaster General was forced to announce that, quote, children clearly did not come within the classification of harmless live animals, which do not require food or water while in transit. Many say that it takes a village to raise a child. Well, in this case, it takes the village postal system to raise a child as well. This has been a Missing Chapter Short, your quick fix for one of history's forgotten stories in a busy world. Listen to more shorts as well as full-length episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast providers.